Okay. Yeah. So how was everybody's day so far? Pretty good. Went to the dog park, got my dog tired so I can leave her alone without uh, bothering this meeting, thankfully. <laughs> nice, nice. I, I ate two Hot Pockets this morning. It was not a good idea, but there's nothing <laughs> else to eat. <laughs> yeah. no, that feels like my day. It was just like <laughs> top ramen and a cookie and mm-hmm. just, yeah, I should have made a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Lonzo, how was your day? You finished editing, pretty much? Yeah, I finished um, the second episode, literally like like an hour ago. Sweet. So we're ready to launch, boys. We're ready to launch. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That's cool. exciting. What the fuck? It's going to happen. It's happening. It's going to happen. So soon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. And we are back. Uh, to Cinema Studs, a five-year review. I am your host, Valente Martinez. We are recording live from the First Nations, Kumaye, land of the Kumaye. <clears throat> I am your host. And with me today, we have... Um, Alonso Martinez. Along with me, we also have... Aaron Ramirez. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and Alex Vega. What up, guys? Today we are doing the classic sequel, Creed. Creed, yes. 2015 November release of Creed. Uh, yeah, this is, is going to be an interesting one. Did you guys, uh, do you guys remember this? Did you guys see it or no? Is this your first time seeing it? This is my this first time. Yeah. For reals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is crazy too because I feel Aaron, like you do. Right Not only that, I've actually never seen uh, any of the Rocky movies. Oh my god! I decided to not watch any for this movie just to see if this would be able to stand up on its own. <laughs> uh, oh my god! All right, I was not expecting that. <laughs> Alex, you too. Yeah, had not seen it. I mean, obviously, I was aware of this movie for sure. I'm surprised I didn't see this. Like, this was like something that's right up my alley. I have seen what, like, at least three of the Rocky movies. Okay. So I'm not, I'm no stranger to the storyline, the Rocky Balboa timeline, but huh. yeah, it finally, finally got a chance to see it. Okay. I got, I got my qualms with it though. So, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Don't, don't expect uh, <laughs> to go like the last one. Because I, I feel like I've made a lot of notes this time, and most of them are pretty negative. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my gosh! Wow, I, was, I thought it was gonna be like a unified. Oh, it's, it's gonna be an okay, solid movie. It's not. Like, it's not that right, it's a right, bad I'm movie. It's, yeah, definitely not a bad movie in any sense. I just like there's too many things that stuck out to me immediately that like I don't know. You hear that, Ryan Coogler? He's coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan Coogler. You don't get you don't get a pass for this one. <laughs> You and Jordan. <laughs> yeah, you and Jordan. All right. Uh, Alonso, uh, first impressions, because apparently, yeah, this is a, uh, uh, or no, not because we just got uh, Alex and Aaron's first impressions. And this is interesting. I was, I was not expecting half the panel to not see it. <laughs> I really wasn't. <laughs> so do, what, what do you remember? This is, a, this is our part of the podcast where we discussed uh, either what we remember or uh, our first impressions. Um, so, I mean, just to get 
out of the way. Uh, for me, the strongest point, even from like when we first saw it, was um, Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. I really liked his acting, and and I remember it almost just um, yeah, it's just a good reminder, like or for me at least, that he's not a he is a good actor. He just doesn't pick good projects, especially before this movie, in my opinion. And I would say even the directing wasn't that bad either, honestly. Like it's the first time I discovered Ryan Coogler as a director. Yes. Yeah, I think around that time, like again, yeah, I slowly started seeing his, or I didn't see him, but I was aware of his other films before Black Panther, like uh, Fruitvale Station. I was aware of it around that time. So it did make me more intrigued to watch it, even though I still haven't. And, <laughs> and the, well, and I do kind of remember a little bit of our, our experience in the movie mm-hmm. was, I remember, because the movie said it starts off in TJ. I remember, I think there's like a Mexican family. I remember the dad just being really loud around the first half of the movie. And he just kept yelling. And I think that part when he beats up the Mexican, you just remember the guy getting all mad, like acting like it's a real boxing match. And I just got irritated. like, bro, shut up already. But then oh, like the rest of the oh you're talking about the audience. We were so audience. My oh, awesome. I was like, I don't remember Mexican following My bad. Yeah, I'm in the theater. Yeah, I I remember. Oh my gosh, that came raging into my head. Yeah, I just remember the guy. Yeah, he just oh. lost his shit. Or just started. Acting. Bro, he was way too hyped. Oh. Yeah, and I remember he just, like, showed up after, like, 20 minutes. Like I said, like, later on. But that's, yeah, for me, that's my memory of the the first time watching it. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I yeah, I got to see the uh, similarities. Uh, I remember Sylvester Stallone, I think, was being uh, the highest point of this movie. Uh, The the biggest strength of this movie. Uh, The story was uh honestly it was it was uh i i thought of it as an okay uh like what's the term soft reboot to uh continue this franchise Basically. I f- it feels like this is the right direction to take it in where you kind of build off of the characters and their lives and it was entertaining i thought the cinematography was interesting at times and uh michael b jordan i believe this is like one of his big big uh big roles right where he is like he was really leading a movie mm-hmm. so i was like okay yeah this guy's here to stay like because he he did do fruitvale station and but i'm and he was in the wire on hbo's the wire but yeah no one talks about that <laughs> i feel like people don't really talk about those roles even though they're really good so i feel like this might be his i technically his breakout role yeah I'll say so. yeah yeah so yeah, so he he really showed his powerhouse of a as a as an actor and as a celebrity. So, so yeah, so that's so that's our um, so that's our first impressions and uh, what we remember. So uh, on our five year review, uh, which is what we're getting into now, we end up asking, does it stand the test of time? And uh, so, yeah, what do you guys think five years later? How are you guys feeling about uh, Creed, directed by Ryan Coogler? I feel like the fact that it's like what you said, a reboot franchise, it's kind of like that question doesn't stand the test of time is kind of, I don't know, because it's like, does it stand the test of time? Like, does it carry Rocky's legacy over? 
I feel like Rocky on its own is still kind of its own thing. Whereas I don't feel like Creed stands on its two legs as much as, mm. uh, what was it? Uh, as far as Rocky does, like, I don't feel that same like weight to it where, you know, they have like the freaking Rocky statue over there now. Like the, that movie was like, you know, it meant a lot to people of Philadelphia and, you know, the whole culture down there or up there, I should say. But with Creed, it's kind of like, it's like the soft reboot. I know they had Creed 2 made, which I don't know how that one went. But Same. but I, I just don't feel like Creed is going to be something that we're going to be talking about like in a, like years down the line. Not to say that it was a bad movie or any sense or that like there's nothing memorable about it but in its entirety i feel like this this reboot of the rocky series was kind of more or less just for the money the namesake of it you know and the star power they had behind it was able to push it far enough but i don't think it's going to be something that we talk about like that's going to impact the world of cinema like in in several years i don't think we're going to see several homages or references to the creed series in any sort of capacity that we didn't get things out of the out of Rocky already. You know, I feel like Creed itself took several homages from Rocky and put them in this movie. So any references are kind of dated back to that movie instead. So I, I don't know. I feel like as far as standing the test of time, it's a little bit shaky. I don't know if this mm-hmm. is going to compare well with Rocky in, in like 20 years. Yeah. A great opening statement from Alex. Uh, Aaron, well, how are you guys feeling about this? Uh, I I agree with that in the sense of like I feel like in terms of like as boxing movies go, it doesn't really do anything new or different. Like nothing that would really stand out um, to make it kind of like uniquely. It doesn't really push the genre forward. I guess is what I'm saying. And so in that sense, I get like the artistry of it. The only reason why I would think it would kind of stand the test of time a bit would be because of uh, Michael B. Jordan's celebrity status at this point. I think it was such a big role for him at the beginning of like the huge jump in his career. And the fact that like it's him and it's Tessa Thompson, who like she's pretty big now and she had a great role in this movie. And so I think just the pop culture aspect of it through the celebrities themselves, I think is the only reason why it would actually kind of I don't think it'll be as big as the original Rocky, but I think like it'll be memorable, like through the celebrity, their status for at least like another 10 years. And then maybe it'll die a bit down. Um, But I remember when it first came out, it was very like it was really hyped up that it was like and kind of I mean, like it's a soft reboot. That's like a their whole approach to it being a soft reboot, I thought was really cool where it wasn't like they didn't try to just expand on established characters and then they try to start over they just kind of were like here's a really cool idea with like that would kind of like because like for example i guess another version would be it's similar in soft reboot to kind of the the star wars sequels where it's kind of like the whole extra generational thing where they kind of add characters and that kind of stuff i feel like this one did a better job in the star wars franchise than that it really included the character of Rocky better. Like it wasn't just kind of like a cameo that they kill him off. It was kind of like that he really was a part of the whole development of the the Creed character. 
Okay. So I'll still say this. I first time watching it, I would say the movie did like was pretty. Uh, I guess it did hit me first time watching it, and honestly, the second time didn't really hit a punch. Honestly, as strong, pun intended. And but yeah, it's like um, I agree. I think well, one of the reasons that makes the original Rocky so great is that it really is just straight up underdog story. You know, the idea that Rocky literally had like minus like maybe some friends or two. Mm-hmm. It was literally just him against the world, kind of honestly. Because you, you know, he was treated like a laughing stock before the, the the actual fight with Apollo. Mm-hmm. And I think with this one, it is that feeling where it's like maybe it just represents the movie as a whole, where it's like I think because I think they kind of say it just so bluntly. I forgot exactly how they say it, but it's like um, what's his face Adonis Creed. He wants to make his own legacy, but everybody else is latching his legacy with Apollo's legacy. So I don't know if that was like the whole point of the movie where like, like even though like he's attached to the original, uh, Don is still wants to separate himself and make his own thing. And maybe that's like the point of, of um, Creed, this, this movie Creed. But yeah, I kind of agree, honestly. I still, I'll still say I like Creed, but honestly, this movie didn't really hit me as much as it did the first time I watched it, emotionally at least. Mm-hmm. But I still like the more grounded, small-scale story that this one had, just like the original Rocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fantastic point by, by fantastic points by everybody. Uh, yeah, I, mm, I have to agree. Even though I, I personally enjoyed it just as much as I remember. But I will be honest, my rewatch was literally the second time I ever saw it ever again. So I have not seen this movie since it, we saw it in the theater when it came out. And I, I will admit that also it hit when uh, we did see it and the first time, but it never really, but it never really kept that impact for me because I kind of can't avoid comparing it to like Star Wars, like Aaron mentioned. I, I mean, I can't, I don't know about you guys, because it really does feel like a soft reboot the whole purpose was to try to try to develop Rocky's story and continue making sequels and I'm in the same boat as Alex right now I have not seen has anyone seen the second see the Cree 2 no no no, no. <laughs> from what I remember I think everybody critic and audience saying it wasn't that great compared to the first this one yeah so yeah that's what made me lost lose interest and not mm. care enough yeah at least for me yeah i i remember being disappointed by the story a little bit they just had to include rocky i don't know why uh and and uh, and that's the and that's the true thing about sylvester stallone like you said alonzo he he can be a really good actor, but man, does he just pick the worst just projects to work on? I mean, I mean, did you? I mean, Alex, you said you watched some Rockies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember what? Uh, you- uh, so I seen the first two, and then the I've seen part. I think I've seen part of three, and then five. Whichever one is the one with the Russian, either five okay. or four, yeah. but. Um, it was, it was like you said about this, uh, Sylvester Stallone. I think, uh, 
Alonso had brought it up earlier how he is he surprised me as an actor because I had the memory that he wasn't really a good actor but I think it's just these like you said the projects that he chooses to be a part of like maybe aren't that critically great or something but as as I was watching the movie I was like damn Mr. Sylvester Stallone like actually like a really good actor like like he surprised me in this movie I thought he had a really good uh like you know return to character um but I think there was a lot of things that were like left out like the way that he comes back into the story is really like not I feel like it was a moment where you could have you know some cool way to like bring him into the story but it was literally just Adonis shows up to his restaurant and he comes out of the stairs and boom there's Rocky and it was kind of like extremely underwhelming like this like return like this like really great fight and he just oh hey what's up what do you want like <laughs> just out of his restaurant like obviously you know the whole point is that like rocky's not a fighter anymore you know he's out of the spotlight and he's kind of just you know working working his restaurant under his uh his wife's name so maybe that's why they played it down so much because he like wasn't a public figure anymore and he wasn't fighting but like people still recognize them, you know, like he's still like a cultural icon. He has this freaking statue like in Philadelphia. So I feel like there was some better way to like bring him back into the story. And then I think we were talking earlier about um shoot. Like the way that this movie uh talks about that theme about, you know, like creating something on your own and his like identity is attached with his dad i feel like there was there was a a good setup there because he wanted to disassociate with his dad he was like i'm gonna do this on my own and so like he didn't want anything handed down to him which was uh which was like pointing in the direction of an underdog story like he didn't have his dad like with their there with him because he was like his uh mistress's son and he was like didn't know his dad but he was like inspired by him so it wasn't like some uh what do you call it some kid who was like handed everything to him and he actually had to work for it but the fact that he got you know this pro fighter rocky to help him out eventually the way that they set that up i felt like had a lot left to be desired because it felt like rocky just changed his mind like all of a sudden like he didn't want to help this other guy who he was with you know, he kind of was like, no, nah, I'm not going to help your kid. I'm not in this anymore. And then it felt like one day Rocky just like went to visit his wife's grave and then had like a change of heart. And he's just like, OK, I'll train you. Like, yeah. And I just felt like that was they could have set that up a lot better where, you know, maybe Adonis does something to prove that he's like really motivated or, you know, shows Rocky that he can't do this without his help or that, you know, that he that he's like something something links him with something that he owes apollo you know but it, it just felt lacking like he was just kind of changed his mind all of a sudden you're just kind of like oh, okay i'll train you yeah i agree i feel like the like the first kind of act of this movie i feel like the writing was really kind of flat in some parts like it just felt very like like, for example, like when he met Rocky, it was just very ABC. Like, it was like everything was just kind of to the point. They never really let the the dialogue and the, and the actual scene and moment to kind of like flesh out. It was like as soon as 
he got there. It was like, hey, this is who I am. Can you help me? And then he got his response right away. Then it went to the next scene. And I feel like the scenes were kind of like that up until like, I think when like Tessa Thompson's character showed up, that's when like they really had to actually flesh out that relationship because it was just a new character. And so, and they wanted to make sure the audience liked Tessa Thompson's character. So they actually kind of let the scene slow down a bit. But that was my biggest complaint initially was just that the dialogue was kind of ABC, ABC to the point, to the point. And then, but eventually they actually let it pick up. Um, I, I kind of felt that the the very first scene of this movie did not need to be there at all. I didn't really like that first scene where it was a flashback. The, the, juvie? Of, uh, the juvie. Like for one thing, in my honest opinion, the only actual actor that I liked in that scene was the actual kid. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, I, he had a mean mugging face. <laughs> but it definitely felt like, like the the assistant lady. Like, she, it just felt like she was reading off a script. Honestly, <laughs> no, I know exactly what you're talking about because that was the first thing I wrote down. The, <laughs> Damn, the, <lady>. the first scene. <laughs> yeah, in that first scene, the lady that um shows uh Apollo's wife where Adonis is. Like, they have like a small conversation before. Like, she mentions whatever he her line was he's a good kid he just fights and like for that to come out of like that sound doesn't sound like a line that comes out of uh a prison warden or like someone who works with a bunch of you know juvenile you know, children delinquents <laughs> yeah. i feel like i feel like she'd have like some resentment like it's like your fucking son got him to fight again like that juvenile delinquent like it's like he's nothing but bad news it's like Oh, he's a good. He's a good kid. He just fights. I'm like what? Like, that's, like, that, was, that doesn't not sound like the words of a police officer. <laughs> yeah, and was, that was like pretty much like all she was really saying was like, "How are you doing, Adonis?" And I was like, "He's a good boy. Do you want to?" I'm like, "You wouldn't say that in real life. You would be more. You would flesh it out." <laughs> but yeah, but I feel like what would have been a very much better first scene would be the whole Tijuana fight thing. Like that was a really yeah. cool, like, intro. Yeah. And I was like, why isn't that the first scene? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that that said more about his character than the way they try to develop him in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they try to like, the only thing that you would have found out in that scene is that uh, that he's Apollo's son and that he was now being raised by his wife instead of his actual mom. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's still some way you could have done that better than than what they did in that opening scene. Yeah. Yeah, was anybody else confused by that? By the I, I just didn't like the vibe that it gave off. Like, I don't know. Like, like they were trying to establish his character to be like violent. Like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like these like people in the correctional facility are like, oh, but he's a good boy. Like, like so. Like, what is he? Is he, is he getting into fights all the time, or is he a good kid? Like, I don't feel like they would. I don't feel like those officers would have the nuance to be like. Oh, there's something like in him that like, <laughs> like he just wants to express himself, you know. Like, they it's, his punching form is really at is <laughs> <laughs> he takes after his father. Yeah, <laughs> might have been better. Feels like an orphanage or a foster home instead of a prison. Mm. Yeah, like the more you guys oh, can bring yeah. it down. Because yeah, because yeah, obviously foster parents, at least most of them, tend to try to care for the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they actually give a shit. You know, even if the kid is a troublemaker, yeah, still. But they're and not yeah. always like the greatest places. Exactly. Either. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Exactly. That's why. And that's why he gets into fights and shit like that. That would have been a better spot than a 
prison, I guess a juvenile center. Mm-hmm. One thing I really did like was that like Michael B. Jordan actually does look really similar to Carl Weathers, who plays Creed, I guess. And then the, like I thought that like it wasn't uncanny, but it was like, I believe that would be son. Like yeah. it's close. I, I, I got that same vibe too with the because he has a mustache, right? Mm-hmm. He's got yeah. Like same. So like the eyebrows are kind of like spocky or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the only reason why they didn't put the Tijuana scene in the beginning might be just because it might be too similar to the original Rocky. Because that one also starts with the like um, Rocky in the boxing match, right? I haven't seen it since that one. Yeah, like it, yeah, it was like, some, like low end boxing ring. It kind of felt like the same vibe to it, mm-hmm. like even like this one in Tijuana. So I feel like that's my only reason why. But wouldn't that be like a second, I guess, second scene? Wouldn't that encourage you to do that, though? Just kind of cut in like that? Kind of like Rocky? Oh, you mean like pay the homage because it's Rocky? Yeah, like a little bit. Not directly, you know, but like kind of maybe some certain some story beats, maybe. Because you know there will be those people out there though. You know, complain is too similar or some shit like that. I guess that's the only reason. But you know, yeah, if you have integrity, you know, it shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. If you are copying somebody else. Well, because I I've literally seen that with um, what was it the tra- not Transformers Terminator movies. They uh, there's a moment where somebody steps down in the classic Nikes and they do it really slowly and somebody criticized, oh, they're doing it way too slow. And then the per it was like on a different podcast. And then the person that they were with was like, that's the exact same amount of time that they did it in the original, the first Terminator that came out. <laughs> so it was like, it. yeah. So like they timed, I guess they timed it. <laughs> that was one of the favorite movies. <laughs> so they made them look dumb, but they were like, it's like an indirect homage not in your face homage mm-hmm. well well speaking of that so one thing I, I would say i like about the movie is unlike other soft reboots speak similar to that they don't they don't do obnoxious like references to the older movies that is one thing i'll give creed a little some respect is that yeah like yeah like right now you mentioned that whole stupid thing with the nike scene from the first terminator to whatever the, whatever, whatever the, the yeah sarah chronicle i don't know yeah yeah it's like that's the one thing I, again i respect about this one it, that mm-hmm. they didn't have those obnoxious references mm-hmm. like it was just a little small like little dialogue they'll bring up yeah. like stallone um, will bring up the whole like russian situation or just all all three of the movies like I, five whatever i like that mighty mix isn't directly also isn't directly referenced either it's just like a big um mural or something in the back of the gym oh yeah mm-hmm. i mean if they were gonna reference something, I wish they brought up the robot from Rocky Park. <laughs> like, the robot? Yeah, maybe they use it as a what's it, the gumball machine? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know, That's the only reference I would have cared about. <laughs> They're like shallow like the other you saw reboots. <laughs> okay. But besides that, uh-huh. yeah. But yeah, that again, well repeating myself. Yeah, that's what I, I did like about this one, unlike again, all these other soft reboots. Mm-hmm. There were like un- unnecessary like callbacks or throwbacks or 
or references to the older stuff. Yeah, like Rogue One, not like that. <laughs> just all any of the modern Star Wars stuff. Okay. I do, okay, well, I remember Rogue One being oh, yeah. really obnoxious about it. Yeah, that it. one was painful. But yeah, um, basically that. Yeah. Um, dang. So, I mean, yeah, the, the right, the, I mean, is there any other issues you guys have with? Um, honestly, that was most of my qualms. Uh, I think, oh, the, the, there's a lot of exposition in this movie that is kind of just told through like, uh, things that they throw in front of your face, like the iPad exposition. Like you don't learn about the people that he fights like in a natural way, but he watches a HBO Max video and you sit there as the audience, like you're watching it too. And it's kind of like takes you out of the movie for a second. Like, oh, all of a sudden I'm watching a HBO <laughs> mini doc on these two fighters I'm barely learning about right now with the main character. Yeah. And there was like no real clear motivation for that scene, either to accept to it, like ex establish exactly that to learn who the opponents are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was that a little jarring? The information box that, that too. I was gonna frames. mention, yeah, yeah, I was gonna mention that too. Every fighter has their own little, like, uh, the little info, the infographics on the yeah. people, and then all of a sudden it doesn't matter because you see them like twice and that's it. Yeah. Like, that, <laughs> like, that first guy is like, I tried to like memorize everything that was on there. It's like, okay, this guy's like ranked this fighter in the lightweight, like, okay, like. He's won this many matches. Like I don't know, like what his record is or whatever. And then like, then you just never yeah. learn about this guy again. And it's kind of just like what? <laughs> <laughs> it did feel almost boring, like in like a video game. Yeah, yeah. like you were playing. Like I'll fight him, and it's like, uh, knocked out half his opponents. Yeah, felt well, like yeah. Well, yeah. I think the first time I didn't mind that, but yeah, watching it again the recently, second time, I was just like, what? Like why? It was pretty jarring. <laughs> yeah, and it was, yeah, it really was just the first half of the movie they did that. Mm -hmm. They just gave up on it, and then it just comes back in the end. <laughs> yeah, just it? like random and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it felt unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, it feels like they try to use like a specific technique to like uh, share like information with the audience, but then they like abandon that like throughout like the rest of the movie. So it doesn't feel like they own own up to the decisions they made. It's kind of like let's do it once, so we can abandon it and like. Get the information out there and just kind of drop it. Yeah, and then it was really it was pretty jarring when it came back the last time near the end mm -hmm. with uh, what's his what was his name? Okay, well, like the British guy. Yeah, the uh, was he British? That was Irish. I, I just know that he's from Liverpool, so he's British. Yeah, British. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah just uh, oh, um, any strengths though? <laughs> I like the cinematography of it. It seemed like it was all natural light. Mm -hmm. Stallone's um, performance, I mean, and that's the biggest part of the biggest strength for me, because, um, but it does kind of hurt that uh, Sylvester Stallone is really overprotective of all of his properties. So, the Rocky movies, the yeah. Rambo's. Does he have something else? I feel like there's a third thing he has. Oh, Expendables. Expendables. Yeah. yeah. Protective, like in what sense? Like making more, or like. Yeah, making more, okay. making more, and making sure that they're like, and making sure that they are actually like, uh, they don't hurt his legacy. Gotcha. Because yeah. I believe Ryan Coogler said that he had to really, he had to convince 
um, he had to convince uh, Sylvester Stallone to uh, make this movie, and he also had to involve him in the writer's room. He had final say. Oh. I mean, I kind of like that. Like, the, just the idea of, like, not just wanting to make a cheap, like, add-on to the production kind of thing. Because, I, I mean, I have never seen the original Rocky, but I did read about the creation of it. And, like, he, apparently, he, like, he was really, like, poor, and, like, he wrote it, like, in the library, like, by himself. And he, like, he pitched the idea, and they, like, the studio was like, hey, we'll make it. We'll just cast this person to play Rocky. And he was like, no, I want to play Rocky. And so he made like a clause where like, if he didn't play Rocky, they couldn't make the movie. Mm. But yeah, so, but I mean, I like I like the idea of like being that productive over something that was like literally your like your baby. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting that, mm -hmm. that they went to that length. Um, and I think that's what kind of made the direction of this movie the way it was. Just try to still involve Sylvester Stallone, have a good part. Mm. But I I don't know, something in the back of my mind is itching me, is scratching that say, and maybe it would have been better if Rocky was maybe an antagonist. Like not an antagonist, but a, an opponent. Some some Cobra Kai kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not gonna train you, I'm gonna train the guy that fights you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then, and then, yeah, because, and then he literally, uh, he wins his mentorship at the end. Or um, something, or something like that. And then the second one would have been like his big fights internationally or whatever. I, I, I don't, under, I don't, I don't know how uh, big boxing events work. <laughs> It seemed like he jumped pretty high up there, like going from a freaking bar fights in Tijuana to fucking find the best boxer in the world. <laughs> like within like two matches, he's like already like shooting up the ladder. Oh, I guess since his dad is Apollo Creed, that was like the story's excuse of why you like hopped up in the, in, into the spotlight and just every fighter wanted to fight him at that point. Yeah. I mean, I will say though that like having barely seen this movie like recently considering like all the celebrity boxing matches that happen nowadays where it's like like it seems a lot more believable having barely watched it as opposed to like five years ago i suppose <laughs> creed versus logan paul sequel <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's just hunting down all these influencers just bah, bah. <laughs> Dude, that'd have been, that'd, that'd, that'd have been funny that's how they said an, ex an exhibition yeah. match just <laughs> It was the Mavericks. There's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of like annoying ass teens, <laughs> just like <laughs> in the next Rocky film, and he's just out of place. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> just see like all these like TikTok cameos. <laughs> I mean, I guess in terms of like believability with the actual sport, one thing I did like was that like the like the big like for the final big fight, I thought it was really cool that the the intros were actually really long. Like, it felt like it was all, like, real time. Like, it was like, okay, now you walk for two minutes, and then now you walk for two minutes. Like, that was all, like, real time. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah those are... Yeah, I think I think one of my favorite moments is right before his actual big first fight, and he's just sparring, and then they, the ref comes in and tells him all the rules, and he's like, 
he just like slowly the audio like fades out a little bit. He just snaps. Mm-hmm. Take off my take off t- rip off my uh, gloves off. He's like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so I got to take a shit, take him off. <laughs> no, I thought I was. It was interesting. I thought that scene was leading up to something else because that like that audio cue, like the like the sound fading out. Like was like supposed to like send you like into his mind, but like I was like looking like just at his expression, and he looked he looked unfazed, but I guess like yeah. like really like it's like he was like actually like pretty nervous for his fight. Yeah. It, I thought what I thought was happening was that he was gonna go into the into the bathroom and like put something on, like you know, like there's that thing where people wear like rings or some shit, so they hit yeah. harder under their glove. I thought that was going to be a plot point of the movie. Like, oh, he's still kind of a delinquent. He's going to, like, cheat his first match or something. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, Rocky's going to abandon him. He doesn't work with cheaters. Like, I, thought, <laughs> I saw this in my mind. I, like, started making this whole storyline. I'm like, oh, dude, he's about to cheat. But, like, that didn't even happen. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> he just actually had to go take it up shit or something. <laughs> oh, man. I guess, like, one, like complaint that I did have was that like the like because like the intros was real time like for the boxing match but then the actual rounds were short as hell like I felt like they just made a big point about trying to make it about rounds of like oh like here's the next round oh we're going to the final championship rounds I think it would have been more interesting if it was like just a two-round fight where somebody ends up losing but you kind of see the actual progression of that fight happening I guess because it was literally just like after the first round, it just felt like a bunch of montages. Um, well, you got to have a montage in a Rocky installment. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, I think they had like two training montages in this movie. Um, the second one was better. I wrote I wrote down the second montage was a lot better than the first. Was that the one where he like did the running like from Rocky? Or? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first one was kind of like lackluster and I was just like, training moments and that was kind of it the second one was a lot more intense yeah i think the first one was more like kind of showing him kind of breaking away from that delinquent kind of mindset he had you <laughs> remember like he tried he almost got to a fight with one of the trainees yeah he did and yeah. I, I guess maybe that was the point was to show yeah. like him slowly drifting away from that attitude mm-hmm. and being a more professional but yeah i do remember the second one and also, just real quick, one thing, well, I guess another positivity I did like, I did like the music, honestly. I did like the blend of, like, the kind of, like, the, the original music and the, almost like a remix of the original. Mm-hmm. I kind of did like that, honestly. Especially, I think, the part, like, in the second training when he's running, and he has, like, all the kids on the motorbikes, and that, that song is playing, I think it almost felt like a blend of, like, the new and the old mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. You could just, I got hyped off that moment. Yeah, yeah. Really. Yeah, I did. At least the first, especially the first time watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first time watching, yes. I remember I wanted to run back in the house. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said that. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that scene a lot, too. The one that you're mentioning where everyone's, like, going with them with the bikes. Because it was, like, the perfect blend of the old and the new. And it's also, like, the, the two different, like, cultures in Philadelphia. Where you have, like, Rocky you had, like, the Italian side. And now we have, like a bit more of like the black community and like that culture is like also on their side of Philadelphia. So it was like a nice blend of, of those two worlds, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that second montage was a lot, but I I, mean, I think that's where, I feel like that's where, for me, the cinematography really stood out. Because there's a lot of shadows in that second gym. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not, really... not bright like the, the professional ones. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. A lot dustier, too. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. All the old, like, night posters in the back, just completely covering the wall, too. You get you, you don't even know what color the walls are. And, uh, yeah. But I, I'll I'll let y'all know that, and I think this is where the detriment for this film is for me. Watching Creed made me want to watch the first Rocky, and it also made me want to watch Raging Bull. Over- you think that, you'd say that's a that's a detriment. Like, yeah, is that a bad thing for the movie? Yeah, because I feel like the character moments do shine scream a lot stronger in the first rocky and in raging bull Hmm. i just wanted to watch and the way those fights were choreographed and and the way those fights were uh were filmed as well i don't know did you did you guys get anything like that where you wanted to like it made you want to i don't know rewatch it or play back a scene or because i I, I'll, I'll totally back up Aaron on the how short the fights really seemed. They felt like they were done. They were just gone. Like, and we spent so much time building up to them and then they just like, they were done pretty quick. I will say I do like the choreography of the fights a lot. Like the choreography was really good. I I understand what you guys are saying about it feeling short, but I think that you know, it it would. I think they wanted to go like all have the characters go all the way twelfth round in that last fight, and so their way to like work around it is just like literally montage the rounds or just like skip from round to round and get from like the first two to like the last two as quickly as possible. But I'd say I I agree with what you said actually about Raging Bull because. I'm almost certain that there's like a, a lighting choice in that movie that was supposed to be an homage to Raging Bull. Like when oh, like everything like everything like dims down, like the lights are, are low except like inside the ring. Yes. Against- I'm pretty sure yeah, if I'm remembering correctly, like that happened in the last fight, I wanna say. Mm-hmm. And obviously that was I'm I'm pretty sure it's the homage to that scene in Raging Bull when he's like throwing the fight and he's about to take the last punches but he's like not gonna go down and i think that it carried a lot more weight in raging bull than it did in in creed because in raging bull i feel like that moment meant more for the character that we were watching and in creed it was kind of like i don't know it, it didn't feel exactly motivated i think you just have like two opponents who are trying to fight you know f- for the win and then in Raging Bull, it's somebody who's trying to fight, but for his honor. And like he's like, even though I'm gonna throw this fight, I'm not gonna go down. I'm not gonna let them watch me go down. And so like, you know, it's kind of like going into that mental state versus just like I want to be the winner is it carries a lot more weight. Yeah. Well, I guess I I will maybe I'm not giving Creed enough credit because obviously he wants to prove that he is you know more than just his dad's name you know he has a lot to prove to his people that he's not just uh 
he wasn't just handed this so that he's actually a good fighter then he worked hard for it yeah i mean I, I think that's my favorite moment in the last fight when he gets uh he he gets knocked I, do you guys remember that moment he gets mm-hmm. knocked down and he has like those flashbacks right and literally it's only it's just literally sound little sound cues the original Rocky song that was playing when he gets up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that part hyped me up. Not gonna yeah. lie. That part was <laughs> hyped. I was just about to say that too. <laughs> even yeah, even since the second time it, that part that, that hyped me up. That still hit, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. I thought it was gonna end on that knockout. I'm like, damn. Not even <laughs> not even the original Rocky ended like this. <laughs> Turn the table, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was like funny as hell when like he got up and like his eye was really swollen. Like it was clearly shut because it was so badly swollen. And the ref like does the vision test thing. Oh yeah. And I'm like, he clearly can't see. Like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> he like guessed. <laughs> it shows you his perspective and it's like completely shut. You get like a sliver of light. Oh, and he's like, how many fingers? Uh four. How many fingers? Do and then he's like, <laughs> the judge looks at his hand like, did he really get that? <laughs> yeah, like he and he lets him fight. <laughs> he what happened was I thought it was because if you look at like the back, a hand on the back of uh, Creed's head, it's tapping him, telling him the numbers. Yeah. Oh. And I thought it was the ref doing that, and I was like, oh, is this fixed? But no, it was just Rocky doing it. <laughs> oh, what the fuck! I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I kind of want to go back to see that now. <laughs> It's kind of like because the ref is like on the on the right side, right screen, right? Kind of or not? Yeah, yeah. I think on the right side. Yeah, I think I forgot who was specifically one of the. Well, yeah, what one of the? It should have it should have done a close up of him and then. Because yeah, I think all it show his hands. It's literally his hands and his gloves, and he taps his, the back of his head yeah, four times. Yeah, you don't know who's. Yeah, no. I remember getting confused too. Mm-hmm. But that was. I, he, I literally thought he just guessed and got them both right. <laughs> <laughs> keep me down or his his eyes really were that good (laughs) oh man um um man this is weird because i i i wasn't oh i i wasn't prepared to um i should have just asked i should have just asked if anybody had not seen the rocky movies um so aaron so were you kind of just i mean i mean i mean i'm sure you were able to just understand because you're pretty intelligent (laughs) Um, (laughs) graduate you're both a little smart (laughs) i'm wicked smart (laughs) rocky going to the cemetery talking to his oh his wife was that his wife yeah that's his wife i had no fucking idea but (laughs) (laughs) yeah like how 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 do you feel like you kept up do you feel like you kept no i thought like i mean despite its weaknesses i thought one good thing the movie did too was that like i didn't feel like i had to watch rocky to understand shit like i knew some of the homages like i understood the the running scene the, the up the stairs philly thing literally everybody um, has made the references yeah and then i knew about creed just because like i read up about the movie beforehand um but not like there was never like a moment where i was like oh like i don't know what they're talking about i was like oh his dad was famous. Got it. That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah. 
but okay cool. yeah i feel like you'd only miss like subtle references but I, I feel like the movie does a good job where you'd get you understand like the entire plot even if you haven't seen the original yeah. rocky yeah this movie definitely made me want to watch the first rocky and i've only seen i don't i don't remember which ones i've seen show me the second one no, I should have the first one. Yeah, but then we watched the second one too. And then, yeah, because how many are there? Goodness, there's like seven of them. I want to say seven? five. I, I mean, if you include if you include the creeds, then there's seven. There's that. Well, I, I don't know if there was yeah. a reboot. But there was like a weird. It was supposed, technically supposed to be the finale. The, yeah, supposed to be the last one. Came out like in the early mid 2000s. Mid 2000, like 2006. It came I think out. it's just called Rocky Balboa. I, Balboa, I thought it was. I think people remember praising that movie, but yeah. it didn't get too much attention. Yeah, it literally got no attention. Yeah. I know the number one goes up to five, all the way to Rocky Five. Uh, I didn't even know about this Balboa movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'll say this because um, I don't know. Like, yeah, I kind of agree with you guys about the fights, but it's like at the same time, thinking about the original one, it's like. At least what I liked about the, the original was like it, it, the movie really wasn't about boxing in general. Mm-hmm. It really was just more of a character movie, specifically about Rocky and the boxing. Like it literally, I mean, even though it is considered, a, it is a boxing movie. There's barely any boxing in it, and that's what made the movie so interesting. Mm-hmm. It's just watching this, like an actual underdog, just trying to, um, you know, prove himself to be somebody, mm-hmm. and. Going back to it, even the original one, I felt like there was more punches to it. Like even thinking about, like, like um, I forgot his um, his his original trainer's name. I want to say Mickey, I think. Yeah. Like I felt like yeah. the scene where him and him and Rocky get into like an argument to the point where like the guy gets sad and wants to leave. Like, even thinking about it right now, I feel like that has like a bigger punch compared to this one. Where watch like in, in Creed, it's that part when was face um Adonis goes to jail. Rocky, I think he bails him out. And they have that little like emotional scene where Rocky admits that he has like cancer, I think, around that time, and they both get into an argument. I remember the first time watching it, that did that scene did like get me a little emotional. And I remember that being like the strongest part for me personally, like just proving like that Stallone is still a good actor. But and I still feel that way now watching it again, but like this time it didn't hit me that strong, honestly. Like I don't know why. Like it just like just didn't feel like that emotional touch I had the first time watching that scene. Mm-hmm. Unlike the unlike the original, which again, even thinking about it right now, like Rocky like arguing with uh, Mickey, his original trainer, and mm-hmm. even the part when um I forgot his name, but like um his friend who's um That's his, right. who's um his sister. Brother. Adrian. Adrian Adrian? What, Adrian. what is there? Adrian. Adrian, yeah, Adrian, my bad. Like even that scene when him and his bro- her brother like are arguing with each other, like he's just talking, he's just talking smack about both of them, like they're both idiots and they're both gonna amount to nothing. And like I felt like those those two scenes in general, thinking about it now, hit more than that one scene in, in Adonis and um, Stallone in the, the jail cell. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why like the first one. The, Rocky just hits more than this one because yeah honestly again that's this that scene hit me the first time the jail cell with Stallone and Adonis 
but this time I just didn't honestly. I just felt nothing watching it again. Mm. It's too bad to hear. Shoot. <laughs> I know. I was like, I know. I was like, disappointed. Honestly, when I rewatched it, I was yeah. like, oh, I don't feel nothing. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. I mean, I think overall, I liked it. Like for a first time viewing, maybe the second time, I won't think the same way. But. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely entertaining overall. I wouldn't say it's like a bad movie in any way, but I don't think that it's, I don't think it's something that is going to be particularly remembered or talked about all that much. Yeah. Which is, which is a little bit disappointing because I think there's a lot of good things about this movie. Mm-hmm. Acting's really good. The fighting is really good. I think the story, the story for the most part, I like, I want to root for because it's an interesting take on the underdog story because while he is an underdog, he still has ties to being a great fighter through his dad. And while I would like there to be more motivation for Rocky helping him out, because I feel like it's like pretty lacking, I think there's still a lot to like about the story. I don't think it's particularly a bad movie in any way, but I kind of want to say it's a little bit forgettable if, you know, if you're just a casual viewer. Yeah, I think that's the issue I have. Because I really never wanted to rewatch this movie. And then when I did, I feel like um is it like a two hour movie? I forgot. Yeah, it's two hours. It's like a two hour That's movie. Cool. I don't feel like it really was it needed to be a two hour movie. Rocky was less than that. Mm-hmm. Even like an hour thirty, I'm pretty sure. Really? I feel like, like I'm a tight ninety? Damn. Not one hundred percent sure. But I feel like it though. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, any other strengths about the movie? Because I guess Stallone is uh my biggest strength when he starts really, um, when he when he gets convinced to keep fighting for his life as well as and train while training Adonis. Um, I don't know, Alex. How you feel about the cinematography? Um, overall, I was not like too drawn into it. Like normally I notice when cinematography is being either over the top or it's doing something simple and it's doing it really good. I feel like this is not particularly over the top and it's not extremely fascinating in any way. I think the scenes that do catch your eye as far as cinematography goes were homages to other forms of cinematography so i don't think this movie did anything on its own that stood out to me but i think that it did what it had to do and it also made references to things like raging bull and the original rockies uh i think it i think the one thing that i will say that stood out is how they fight and choreograph the boxing matches with like cinematography like in there because sometimes you get a perspective that's outside of the ring and sometimes you get a camera that's inside with both of them. And I think that that was a really good way to do the last match. Uh, is like handheld in the ring and then like have like a dance of like, you know, choreographed between the two fighters and then also the cameraman in there. But Again, it's not something that's new to the genre. It's been done before in things like Raging Bull. So mm-hmm. I think it did its job. It's not bad in any way, but it's not something that I would say is 
gonna be like a, a, a super good lesson in cinematography for anybody but it does its job really well yeah um um yeah i mean i was just gonna bring up the the wonder uh i, I aaron you brought this up right the takes the long intros oh yeah yeah mm. yeah i think when they I, first walk into the ring right or when they're doing yeah. their introductions yeah and uh and which one had the his first big fight against spiros right the italian uh fighter in in philly where like the second round was just or no the first and second round were just all in one take almost i think that was the first fight right yeah yeah first major fight yeah the first major fight yeah. uh, that yeah also any strengths aaron um i think the acting doesn't carry the movie but it's like it's definitely the standout for me like i feel like nobody for the most part did a bad job acting in this movie it was all like really solid um even like the small wolves i feel like were really big being well done i should say um one like I guess one other kind of like tiny like fight logic weakness that I just thought of right now was that um, at the end when he loses, um, the way it happens in the movie is that they interview Creed like and ask him like everything that's gonna happen immediately after the fight, and they don't interview the winner at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> but in actual boxing logic, you would interview the winner first, and then the loser. <laughs> Or even like, but like at all, like they just ended it right away. <laughs> yeah. They do just end up interrupting his little conversations with Rocky, his Tessa, and like. Yeah, because I even like I like literally like rewinded it, and I was like, wait a minute, let me go back, and it was like <laughs> it was like definitely not enough time to like interview the winner. You don't hear the winner talking at all. Like it's obvious that they just are like no. I just thought that was funny, but yeah, I think. Strength-wise, performances was good. The cinematography wasn't amazing, but it was it, like it was solid enough to work. And um, I think one weakness, just technically speaking, would be I feel like for at least the first act, the pacing was a bit too quick. I felt that too. Yeah, I even wrote down like I think in like the first like twenty minutes, there's like so many scenes that that pass by so fast. I mean, like. In like the first like ten year, you go from Creed being a child to him like fighting, and then introducing him to his home life, and then like what Philadelphia looks like at the time, and then like there's like all these like little intros, mini expositions, and him learning about or like you, him showing the audience that he knows who his father is, and like he's like shadow boxing with Apollo and Rocky. There's like a lot that happens within like the first 30 minutes that immediately I was like, holy shit, this pacing is literally like on something right now. Like <laughs> it is like, it is, it is moving fast. Dang. Um, oh, Alice, what, what else did you write for notes? Did you, do you, you have a lot? You said you had a lot, right? I think I got through most of them. The one that, or I'll, I can like go, go over them again. But like the first one was, that line from the corrections officer about him being a good kid he just fights that one like immediately i was just like taken out of the world i'm like oh my god that's not something this person would say in real life and then i wrote rocky rocky's entrance was like pretty underwhelming like how they like brought him into the story was just kind of like 
was Michael B. Jordan going to his restaurant and then Rocky comes out of the stairs like, oh, what you want? <laughs> closed. <laughs> Just like grouchy old man telling somebody that they're closed. I'm like, okay. Uh, the the fast pacing, uh, that was my immediate after one. So I guess that there was so much like, because I remember writing that down in like the first like half hour of the movie, if not sooner. So you're already going from the, you know, the correctional facility entrance to uh, Rocky's entrance. And then like the first 30 minutes. The iPad exposition that was like when you get you get a, a mini HBO mini doc in the middle of the movie trying <laughs> to tell you like who, who you should care about. That was kind of like what threw me off. And then there was the exposition told graphics when you learn about the fighters. I shouldn't even say it's exposition. It's kind of just infographics. It was just like, yeah. I think I wrote it as exposition because I thought the fighters were going to be more important, but they literally show their names once and then. They're kind of gone. And then I wrote down that uh, Rocky's motivation for helping Adonis is kind of lacking. I feel like he just changed his mind all of a sudden. He's like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. And then like he visits his his wife. There wasn't even anything particularly interesting in the newspaper. Like they don't show anything like why he might have changed his mind. He was just kind of there sitting and then looks off and just kind of like, huh. And even actually, even in that scene where he does decide to help him, it doesn't even feel like he wants to do it. He's kind of like, he like ignores the other guy who's like, oh, do you want to help my son? He's like, no, nah, I'm not really doing this. And then he's he just has a conversation with um, Adonis and he's kind of like, okay, let me give you some some tips. And then all of a sudden, that's how they became, you know, that's how they became partners. Like, he's just like, all right, let me give you these drills. Let me give you these tips. Like, this is what you should be doing. And then in the next few scenes, like, they're working together. And it's kind of like, oh, I guess I guess he changed his mind. Like, <laughs> there was no, like, real, like, heartfelt moment there or anything. I was kind of like, you know, I see something in you, you know? Like, it's kind of like, all right, do these drills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think that about covers the entire movie, right? Shoot, I mean, I mean, are we missing anything? Is there a scene we didn't really talk about? I don't know. I think that I, I didn't. Okay, I didn't even know that Tessa Thompson was in this movie. Like from from the <laughs> really? promotional from the promotional material, like I did not know that Tessa Thompson was in this movie. But I did like her character a lot. I thought that I thought that at least the way that they like brought her into the world was like was pretty funny and interesting. Like she's like a musician. She plays music really loud, and he. Like can't get any sleep and like their neighbors and that's how like that's like the little meet cute I guess, and then like it just kind of like progresses from there. I feel like their relationship is like not exactly necessary for the story though. Um, though I like I can't knock the performance. I really liked her character. I thought it was interesting. I think there was some pretty good scenes like the the one where she's about to perform and he gets into a fight with uh, some other musician who's there. I thought, yeah, I thought that was a good scene. And I think that her response to him later on was like, it's like, how would you feel like if I came to one of your like boxing matches and just started like, you know, causing a ruckus or whatever she said. And yeah, I, I appreciate her character a lot. I think that was uh, pretty good. Not necessary for the overall arc of the story, but I enjoyed Tessa Thompson's character. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to agree with that, honestly. I kind of, like, I think, like, the overall theme, because I think the big theme of it was kind of just the idea of, like, does he want to carry his father's name or not? And I feel like they definitely, like, used that theme a lot, and they did kind of resolve it in a really weird way. But I feel like there was just so many other themes that, like, they they carried them all well, but I feel like it would have been a better movie if they just kind of focused more on the whole name thing. Like, I feel like, like, the whole, like, rocket getting cancer like yeah it helped their relationship and it helped kind of add something new to the story but overall i feel like it wasn't necessary in a really weird way yeah like like it had no issue like it it piled up a lot and it handled everything really well but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's necessary i guess yeah i always felt like they added that just because like obviously they're making more of these movies so they're probably going to kill them off soon mm. so i feel like that's why they have the whole cancer story mm. well, i didn't even watch the increase so i have no idea yeah, I don't know either, that's at least from the beginning that's what it felt like for me Wait, did you see the the second creed movie already alonso or anybody because i'm curious if tessa thompson's character goes deaf in that movie because i feel like i like that she didn't just go deaf right away in this movie but i was wondering if they carry that at all but yeah, no one saw that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if uh, the director of Sound of Metal got inspired by Tessa Thompson's character in this movie. And I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. A musician that loses their hearing. Oh, man. Have you guys seen Sound of Metal? It was great. <laughs> great movie. I excited to review it in five years. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, get that shit out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, I was not expecting us to react this way. Honestly, when we were curating this list again with Creed, I was like, oh, that'd be an easy movie to freaking watch. It's got a whole, it's got a whole, it's part of a franchise. It's part of a, it's part of that little movement where they try to do soft reboots of everything. And then, yeah, and then we put it under our microscope of the question, the, uh, does it stand the test of time? And I'm mean, thinking just because of, I think the reason why is because it's the context of what kind of a reboot it is. Like, I think if we were to review like a, a blockbuster re- a reboot where it's more of like half-minded and just kind of gimmicky fun, I would just judge it based off of that. But this one definitely tries to be something better than that and so i'm i'm reviewing it based off of that i guess <laughs> do you guys remember that this this movie actually came out around the same time there was another boxing movie by another okay. studio do you know what i'm talking about southpaw southpaw yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm wondering how that movie went and which movie was the response to who because really? i feel like southpaw from what I remember, got more critical appraise than Creed did. Oh, is it? Yeah, I felt because I I think that was like one of the reasons why I didn't want to watch Southpaw. Because I think that one got lower or uh, critical score, if Mm -hmm. it matters. But but I felt like that one came out later. I don't know if I'm wrong, but I feel like Southpaw came out like later than this one. That's interesting because I remember hearing a lot of good things about it. 
or not a lot of good things. I remember hearing a few good things. Again, I'm not going to say a lot. Hmm. That's, a, that's what I remember. A little uh, bit I remember from that movie. All I, the only definitive thing I remember is that Eminem was on the soundtrack. Yeah. You're supposed to play the main character. I remember that. Yes, it was. <laughs> the weird desire to have. <laughs> Eminem as your lead. <laughs> But yeah, there's there's like a weird cycle between like big studio movies where eventually you have like two there like right aligned with each other and have like the pretty much the exact same premise, but it's like two different studios working on it. Literally mm-hmm. the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That happened with uh do you remember the like it was like a friends with benefit movie? It was like friends with benefits and then it was the the because there was one, one of them was Justin Timberlake and the other one was Ashton Kutcher. I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. Literally same year. Like, I think it was like very few months apart. And yeah. it was, it's funny because one of them was with Mila Kunis and yeah. the opposite one was Ashton Kutcher. But they're right. both married, right? <laughs> Obviously movies with like the same premise. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mall cop movies that came out at the same time. Partly uh, Gentleman. Oh, yeah. One's like darkly comedic. Yeah, one's a dark comedy and the other one's a kid's movie. I don't remember like neither, but. No. (laughs) There was like an Armageddon movie and there was a something impact that came out at the same time. Yeah, Deep Deep Impact. impact. (laughs) Volcano, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Olympus has fallen and White House down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh oh my god all right we gotta stop this because we're, gonna, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna go down the whole list <laughs> oh man no one can escape it um okay uh so gentlemen um before we ask if it uh stood the test of time uh what would we change is there we don't do letter grades or number grades so this is a more critical take on on the movie uh w- would we change anything um, oh. let's go aaron who goes first you go <laughs> yeah so i think from what alex mentioned at the beginning at least yeah one i would have put it in the foster home instead of a juvie center Two and it's almost like writing the screen, like rewriting it. But like, the more I thought about it, like maybe Rocky, maybe the way he learns about Adonis is that he goes to the gym and works out. Adonis works out at that gym. Maybe Stallone started noticing like specific like uh, moves that Apollo did. Also, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that's how he, yeah, I recognize, yeah. And maybe that's how like um, Stallone like slowly realized that this kid is like might be worth um, training with. Like the more he just sees him there every day, and maybe Apollo doesn't even acknowledge Rocky either, or maybe he does, and he's just trying to win him over, but like without even trying, without even, yeah, Apollo's like trying to win Rocky to train with him, so he just keeps showing up at the gym every day, and maybe to the point like you mean Adonis? Yeah, Adonis. Sorry, bad. Adonis goes to the gym every day, so Rocky can. So he, so he can be noticed by Rocky and maybe, you know, the more he keeps training, the more he noticed how he almost have identical mm-hmm. fighting stance to Apollo. And 
I think that, yeah, for me, that'd be like the biggest changes I would do with the movie, right? From what I can think of as of right now, at least. Yeah. Aaron, want to go next? Um, I would take out the first scene entirely. I just don't like it. Um, I like the second scene better as an intro scene, so I would keep that. Um, I would, I don't know any, I don't have any specific scenes, but I would just make it less scenes overall and make those scenes longer and more fleshed out. Um, and I, I feel like the stakes got really high really quick in terms of it going from like small town fighting to just like global fighting. And so I think it'd be really cool if like they planned out like this trilogy or something where it would be like, the British person, instead of making it like a, I'm gonna to go to jail soon, I want a final fight kind of thing, make it more of like a, here's the son of like one of the greatest fighters ever. Let me have him fight like two guys first or something like that, cause I'm not gonna give him a title shot right away. Um, and just kind of have him fight like a lower level person that's really tough first for the first movie or something. Yep. His name, reputation. Yeah. So, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Dang, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with a lot of what was just said. Like the the opening scene, like I can see like either way, like removing it or changing it to the orphanage, like Alonso said. Um, changing Rocky's motivation or at least adding some sort of motivation for him helping Adonis, besides like, oh, I know your dad. You know, I feel like there was something there that you could have used uh, to create a better motivation for Rocky to come out of retirement and help this guy that he doesn't really know. And then I think the, the final fight had a better chance to be built up with like who he was going to fight because like Aaron was mentioning, it was kind of just, you know, title match right away after he did one other match in the United States. Like, he he shot up like to the global fights pretty quickly and that character that guy who he fought was pretty forgettable i mean you only learn about him through the ipad exposition and then that he was like a shit talker when he met him in the uh the, what was it like the pre-interview thing before the match and he was like talking shit the whole time so, like, I guess they used what little screen time they had as effective as possible to make him out to be the villain and you want him to lose and you want Creed to come out on top. But I feel like there was a better way to, like, weave him into the story a lot better because it feels like he just has his own, like, independent thing, like, aside from everybody else. So I feel like you could have done something to bring him into the story a bit more and create more... Um, like more connection with the audience for this fight. So, yeah, I think that was, it was like the th three main things I was thinking about. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I mean, I would watch all of these different changes, honestly. Um, I think having Rocky be his opponent, because I don't really feel like the first coach in Hollywood had a really good reason to be saying no, honestly. Do you remember what he said? Why he said no? Avon from The Wire. Oh, because he, he didn't, just had other guys. He didn't have any, like, he didn't need to box. He was rich, was his excuse. That's right. That's right. Oh. Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, oh, I, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I mean, don't, yeah, I that's mean, kind of weird. It's like if you want to do it and you have the money for, it, why not? Like, <laughs> oh, you already have money. You don't need a box. Okay, do you <laughs> take his money and then just and then be like, oh, oh, he's actually a pretty good fighter. I can make more money off of him from his fights. Like, what? I, I mean, <laughs> client is a client, dude. Why are you turning that down? That's just bad business. <laughs> it is bad business. <laughs> nah, you're already rich. Okay, dog. <laughs> And then he like beats the shit out of his boy, and he still doesn't take him. Yeah, <laughs> he did. And he yeah. knew that he was Apollo. He was Apollo's son, right? Did he know? He made some like reference about it. Probably. Like, following your daddy's footsteps, like, <laughs> bro, well, how do you not see how like how much of a freaking golden egg you have right here? Like, he's gonna pay you. He has the means to. So it's more money, and then. Oh, what if this pays off? You get to be the freaking, you get to be the man behind this freaking, uh, this w- could would be champion. And like, if he knew that he was Apollo's son, like that already has like name recognition onto it. Like, yeah, that's that literally the golden goose right there. It's it like, bro, why, why are you? Pa- I thought that it made no sense. So I thought it would have been cool that, uh, I thought it would have been interesting that uh, uh, he made. He was building up his name on the West Coast, and then he had one fight out in Philly, and he may have like, and he went out of his way to like kind of run into Rocky, you know, mm-hmm. and he was still training somebody every now and then, but he kind of like, yeah, I, I don't know, just something a little more, uh, not make him look like a bad guy, but make him look like a worthy opponent, and then because his his because they try to conceal his identity being creed's son and that would have been a big that i i think that would have been an amazing moment for rocky to want to train him he finds out he is creed's son like he gets to he gets to probably keep apollo's um legacy going because he kind of just didn't doesn't he feel uh partly responsible that Apollo dies because they didn't throw in the towel? Stallone does. Stallone does, right? He feels actually responsible for his death. Well, I think that actually might have been like his reason why he didn't want to train Apollo. Now that you brought that up. Adonis? Or Rocky. He didn't want to train Apollo because of that. Who, Apollo? like Because of the fight? Because of that fight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he says he let a match go on too long, and that's why Apollo died. And that was kind of like, like, oh, it could happen to you too, like pretty much. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's why. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah, no, I, I think there's there was a lot more drama there that could have been had. Or even like you just brought it up right now, and I just like maybe the reason why it was his face um, on the wire they didn't want to train him was maybe he gets too violent. Maybe they could have brought like maybe bring a lineup like that. Like saying you cause too many concussions, too many riders, fighters, or something like that. Maybe that's like, you know. That was definitely one like inconsistency that I found was that like the first scene and even a little bit of the beginning, it describes him as being like this ruthless, like I'll fight no matter what kind of thing. And he doesn't really do that aside from that first scene. (laughs) 
He doesn't really throw like an elbow or punches after the bell tolls or anything like that. And he doesn't have any like he's not aggressive. Like he's aggressive during fighting, but he doesn't have anger issues or anything that would he would have if he was like a juvie person. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. That scene when he goes to that gym and he tries to like, you know, he says, um, "Whoever beats me up can take my car." Yeah, I guess closest thing to that. And even the first montage, I guess he almost gets to a fight with one of those trainers. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. He doesn't come off but like he's it like, doesn't. Yeah, like but he it, has anger issues. Or but it's only in the ring, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not like we see him walking into the gym and he pushes some guy out of his way or something like that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah. or mm-hmm. at a restaurant or at a bar. You know, the only other time that he would like fight someone or punch someone outside the ring was the headliner. And that was kind of like, at least that was like motivated in a way because he was like talking yeah. shit. He or was, he just called him what Apollo? What did he call him? Uh, yeah, the Apollo baby or something. Yeah. Apollo's baby or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like that, so he punched the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was like the one scene motivated by him. He also just learned that. Being aggressive, I guess. Rocky was had cancer, though, right? Yeah. There was kind of emotion, emotionally distraught. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I oh man, all this talk, all this talking, nitpicking of the script and the characters. <laughs> you want a whole new rewrite? Like honestly, it sounds like a lot, but I feel like it's not like too too crazy. Yeah. It's like. Like, I feel like you could keep, like, most of the main story there. I feel like there's just, like, small little, like, motivations and things about exposition that could have been done better. Yeah. Which doesn't make it a bad movie. Like, I think it was still entertaining. I thought it was still still good. You can have fun at the movie theater watching it. But I feel like to be, like, a great movie, like, I feel like there's there's something lacking in there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's what it was for me because I feel like it was a great movie. But then having some time and distance away from it uh, brought it down a peg or two. Yeah, I feel the same way. Because, yeah, I remember loving it like crazy. And then now I just feel like it's a okay movie now. Yeah, anyway. Alrighty, uh, cool. We just talked about what we would change. And uh, so, what do you guys think? Do you think it'll stand the test of time? Personally, no. Unfortunately, I think I think we'll we'll like look back at this role and we'll remember Michael B. Jordan and how this kind of was like his launching point uh, into like you know superstardom. But other than that, I don't know if there's going to be much else that we're going to be talking about this movie for in the next like five ten years i yeah. barely hear it referenced now and it's been five years so mm-hmm. in another five or ten i don't think we'll talk about anything else other than michael b jordan and creed mm-hmm. yeah uh, aaron i agree i think like it'll still be kind of culturally relevant but just i think just purely as like Michael B. Jordan and Ryan Coogler's first big movie. I think that'll be what it's known. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would say um, the only thing I would sort of 
semi-relevant is that like I think I mentioned earlier that Stallone, this definitely was, especially for a long time, this era, that there was one of Stallone's better performances we've seen in a long time. And I do remember like back in the Oscars 2015, or yeah, 2015, everybody wanted Stallone to win because, mm-hmm. and yeah, like I think we all mentioned, he is the better part of this whole movie. And he lost to um, Mark Rylance, <sighs> who was in Bridges. And I've seen that movie, spies. but it's honestly compared to Stallone, that's just like an average yeah, drama. I, I remember all the arguments everybody was making for him. Yeah, yeah, and I just remember, yeah, he was like, compared to Mark Rylance, Stallone was definitely the stronger contender. Like, if, if it matters in the first place, but yeah, he sh- ideally, he should have won for that Oscar. But besides that, yeah, you're right, besides um, Ryan Coogler and um, Michael B. Jordan, I, this movie, the movie on its own, I don't think it's strong enough to be remembered mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think I'm going to have to agree with everybody Jeez. it just feels like a, a little a little notch for these guys in their career because um, yeah I, I like Michael B. Jordan I think he's a great actor and I think Ryan Coogler is a great uh, director and Sylvester, it was good to see Sylvester Stallone hamming it up a, a bit in this in this uh, movie. Um, and it kind of made me want to watch more of his stuff too. Like uh, the newer stuff more, you know? Like uh, Rambo, the, the latest oh, Rambo yeah. or whatever. That was really great. That was awesome. That was great. You don't want to see Judge Dredd again? Judge, no. <laughs> <laughs> Regular Dredd. <laughs> Regular one is better. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, Stop. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I'm going to remember this uh, too much. I think I'm going to forget about it. And uh, we don't own this, do we? We had to rent it. No, we rented it. So I think that kind of speaks uh, volumes of the of our <laughs> with the movie. Uh, oh, man. Okay. Cool. So that was about that was four of us saying that we're not going to really remember it. <laughs> we're sorry, Creed. We're sorry. <laughs> no, it would be funny if um, Matt liked it. Our next podcast. That would have been funny. That would have been funny. Listen to the review and he's like just in like disbelief. He's like, no, no. <laughs> Matt found his new favorite movie of all time, and we're all saying this about it. Come on, guys. <laughs> That's funny. Hilarious. Oh my gosh, this is our November review. Alonso, <laughs> why don't you tell um why don't you tell our audience what the next episode is gonna be? All right, so for the month of December, we got three movies and so I'll just name them. So the first one will be Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Oh, earlier. No. Yep. <laughs> the second one will be The Hateful Eight. Okay. And the third one will be. Oh, what is the third one? Uh, that's gonna be The Revenant. Oh, okay. Hey, it's gonna be your first time, Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> been five years in the making. <laughs> <laughs> This is review. So wait, 
Are we still doing? I don't know. I don't know, honestly. <laughs> we were planning on just re- watching all of them and then just sitting down for like three hours and then just reviewing all of them. But I don't know. We should probably just do single reviews. I mean, I know for sure Star Wars will be the quickest one. You think so? I think it's going to be the longest one. <laughs> like longest to talk about or longest yeah. one time? Like, like, we're going to have a lot to discuss about that movie. <laughs> Thank you, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Oh, man. Hey, for late, I don't know. Did you guys, how'd you guys, uh, did you guys watch it or no? Are we watching the theatrical version or the extended version? I think extended's like four hours. The theatrical version. If you had the time to watch the other one, go ahead, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll all have different <laughs> perspectives. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for that one. I've I think I've seen it twice now. Both for or both versions once. Yeah, same. Aaron, did you watch Hateful Eight? I have seen half of it. <laughs> so, inverse to Alex's. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked it. I just never finished it. But I liked it, though. <laughs> first property of cinema. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Alrighty. Um, sweet. Hopefully, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, exci- I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Oh, jeez. Um, Star Wars discussion is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. I thought it's following up this movie because it's like, oh, we sequel, like soft reboots time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to be talking a lot about that. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that that's it for our episode. Uh, yeah, I've been your host, uh, Valente Martinez. Um, Where can we follow you? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll plug myself in. Uh, you can follow me on my uh, personal account at Lent V Martinez on Instagram. And you can follow also, um, you know what? Go for it. TikTok. Do it. Follow me on TikTok. I do a lot of, I just do behind the scenes photography and video stuff. So it's literally, yeah, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and then, you know what? Follow me on uh, Letterboxd at a Chicano stud, X-I-C-A-N-O stud. And yeah, it's the logo of uh, the podcast. Um, yeah, um, Alonso? Um, for now, just follow me on my letterbox, Alonso17100. Yeah, it's for now, like I said. Okay. You can follow my Instagram at Camera Vega. I am. You can follow me on Instagram at Delanor. Sweet. Alrighty, cool. Oh, alrighty, gentlemen. Uh, calling it a day. All right. Let's get out of here. All right, bye, everybody. Peace. Peace.